Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Bill Kasky back. I'm not really sure whether to release this as its own episode, kind of in the middle of the week, or just make it part of my Wednesday release. But I've been thinking about something lately, and uh, I want to talk about it today. And that is very simply, how do you become more in demand? You know that all the work that we do here at Caskey and my podcast is typically about selling, leadership, client acquisition, uh, personal branding, all things that kind of lead into that. And I was thinking the other day that the real essence of what we do for business-to-business salespeople, whether it's our um, High Achiever Mentoring Program group, whether it's the corporate work that I do, whether it's the coaching I do, it really centers around you becoming more highly demanded, you becoming more in demand in your market. And I was thinking last week about the idea of all of the sales trainers, and you've seen me write and post about this lately. I don't know why it's bothering me, but it is. But it it really is good because it's good for me to see the sucky nature of most training today, most sales coaching and sales training. It really is awful. And I've been thinking about, well, why is that? What is there about these old techniques and this old garbage and this, these old strategies that we have learned and these trainers keep recycling and they, they throw it under a different, a different look or different packaging, but it's really the same old thing. And it seems to me like the, the reason that I'm frustrated by it is because I think there's a whole nother way. There's a whole nother way that a lot of these coaches and trainers are too lazy to teach. And I will tell you, I've been teaching this uh, concept that I'm going to share with you today for a while. And then they're right. It is difficult. And most of you are not going to, you're going to understand it at the level I'm going to teach it. But the question is, will you do anything with it? Some of you will, some of you won't. That's the way it is. That's cool. Um, that's the way I am. When I, if I get training that I like, I do something with it. If I don't like it, I don't. So there's no shame in either way. But this whole idea of being in demand, to me, it, it obsoletes all this other sales coaching and training that you need. Like, And, and I know we use Apple a lot, maybe too much, but The Apple brand is so strong that when you go into an Apple store to buy something or online, you don't need a lot of pitching and persuasion and convincing to buy Apple. Usually you don't go in there saying, well, I'm thinking about buying a MacBook or a a Dell. They don't hear that. Uh, They say, they hear, I'm thinking about buying a MacBook. I'm not sure if I want a 15-inch or a 13 or 11. It's it's the choices within the category of the brand. 
And I think that's a testament to their marketing, to their to their brand, how they've really worked it over the years. They just don't have competition. Now, you wouldn't, Dell, I know we've got some people from Dell that, that listen. That's cool. Um, but you're kind of in a different category. And so the idea here is how do we make ourselves in demand? Can we create conditions where we are sought after, sought out, based on our knowledge, our, our expertise, our reputation, our wisdom in the area that you focus on. I'm not talking about Apple here. I'm talking about in your niche with your audience solving the problems that you solve. Can you become in demand? Because as we've said before, I think Joel Bauer made this uh, saying famous, he who is in demand is in command. And what I hear a lot of times is people out of control of the sales process. And they come to me and say, Bill, we need to teach our people how to be more in control of the process. And yet they're not in demand in the first place. So it, it's all just a heavy lifting of teaching them moves and techniques and strategies and questions. And well, I can't do this if you don't. And, and, and I do that. And some of it works, but it would work a whole lot better if our product was in demand or we were in demand so that we get the call from a prospect or a suspect who says, look, I've got this problem that I, ju- I think that you can help me solve. Can you come over and let's figure out how to work together to solve it? How many sales manipulative tactics or strategies do you need there? You don't need any. You're, you can send your, your teenage daughter over to close that one. And no offense to teenage daughters. I've had a couple in my years. And, I, and they're pretty good salespeople. But you don't need to have uh, a degree in selling to go close that deal, do you? And yet, we are not creating the conditions where that's a standard operating procedure. That's a rare thing when someone calls us and says, hey, how can we work together? I don't think it should be rare. I think it should be the common, it, it should be common practice. It should be just normal. You should normalize that behavior when a prospect calls you and you show up and you're positioned as an expert. You are in demand. I think we're working on the wrong problem. We're working on the sales coaching and training problem and convincing and persuading. We should be working on the how do we get to a point where we're in demand. And I do think that a lot of these national organizations, Challenger, Sandler, uh, Bant, uh, Miller-Hyman, Cardone. I mean, there's a lot of these people out there who are bought into this old method of teaching sales training. And so they don't want anything to do with, with being in demand because it would obfuscate their whole model. So they're not on your side. They want to teach you more and more techniques and clever one-liners and moves because that's their whole business model. If you get too in demand and you don't need that, you don't need them. And I think if you don't have an in-demand attitude, you'll end up arm wrestling the prospect through a series of stalls and objections, and then you'll go to training to learn how to handle stalls and objections. And it's like, why are we doing that? When we can create demand for ourselves and our knowledge and our product, and this is not done the way most corporations create demand with massive advertising and billboards and banner ads and email blasts. That's not what I'm talking about here. So what are the promises of being in demand? Well, number one, I think you're going to have opportunities that you never had before because you're much more visible in the market and people see you differently when you're in demand. Number two, I think your income goes up. 
You're not going to be spending a lot of time wasting it on people who are not prospects because you will have too much other demand happening. When you have 10 people a week reaching out to you asking you for help and the 11th one is a tire kicker, you're not going to spend any time at all with the tire kicker or you're going to hand them over to somebody else in your organization who is specializes in tire kicking. Number three, your selling cycle will drop considerably, your, your cycle time, I mean. Number four, you're going to have access to so many more people inside the organization than the amateur salesperson does. And think about the, and we've all done it. We've all done it. We've all, we all go back and forth between pro and amateur. And an amateur allows the person they're talking to inside the organization to socialize and sell it internally. And that's not, it's not a pro move. But it's sometimes hard when you don't have a brand in front of you and you don't have that demand created. So I think that would help too. So this concept is for CEOs who sell. It's for VPs of sales who sell. It's for sales professionals. It's for newbies. I don't, it's anybody who's in business to business uh, sales, but it's not for people who are lazy because there's work here. It's not for someone who doesn't believe they have any expertise. I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying they don't believe they do. You're not going to, this won't work for you. And it's also not for people who are so committed to their old model of selling. They just love it. And they, it's like they, they become alive when they're out there getting rejected and spit upon, spat upon, and then they figure out a way past the assistant and they get in the CEO's office and uh, there's a, there's a, a rush there. If you like that rush, this is not for you because that rush won't happen here. So I'm convinced in-demand selling is a, is a concept worth talking about. I'm going to be spending a couple of uh, episodes talking about it on the Bill Caskey podcast. How long does it take to implement this? I don't know. 90 days. It's not five years. It's not a week. It's probably 90 days before you get, and I've got some elements I'm going to share with you. Uh, I'm going to be doing some training on this because I think it's so important. And I've seen so many individuals who have gotten this right. They've come from some of my programs and other people's programs. And when you get it right, it just, your, your business takes off. But you've got you've to leave first base. What's the old saying? You can't get to second base if you keep a foot on first or some more clever than that. So I want you to think about this. I think you'll experience a new confidence level. It'll turn you into an entirely new professional, and it will, it will help you surpass all of your colleagues who are out there traipsing away, digging holes, grinding, uh, burning the candle at both ends. You won't be. And again, if you miss the candle, candle burning at both ends, this may not be for you. And I, I mean that sincerely. It's not, a, it's not a move. It's not a pushback. It's just I know people who are so married to their current way of doing things, even though it doesn't work, they cannot fathom moving away from that and trying something new. Now, hopefully you're not like that because you're listening to the podcast. So 90% of the people listen are open. But uh, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to spend a little bit more time on this idea of in-demand selling. How can you become in-demand in your market so you can uh, grow your business and hold pricing and command a premium and be happier, be more joy. All right. I'll see you next time. Bye. 